Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, Todd. Hello, Brian. Hello, Todd. How are you doing? Quite great. Todd, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Should a Scrum team implement Inbox Zero? <laughs> it's a really it's a good tee up. We're Hard going start. Up. We're going boom. Hard start. Um, so, uh, oh man, I got an interesting take on this. I, I had a boss one time that said, um, that, uh, he had a, uh, a pretty, a pretty harsh email filing philosophy and I adopted it to some extent. No, not completely. But he said, when you get an email, either do something with it or move on from it, meaning delete it or file it or something in that regard. And he was like, because I dedicate time to addressing my inbox specifically so that I have specific time that I use to focus on emails. I don't just randomly check it throughout the day and I either do something with it or remove it. And so I generally don't have like I'm looking at uh, my address for humans inbox right now and I have 10 emails in it. And so those 10 emails I owe people follow ups on or I'm waiting to see the results of a return conversation. But for the most part, I keep a very, very thin email inbox. Um, and I think it was because of that previous um, boss. Yeah, I am not as disciplined as you, my friend. I, am, <laughs> uh, I think there's about 1,200 emails in my Agile for Humans inbox. And, uh, <laughs> and I am, I'm trying to get better at doing exactly what you just said. Um, and I actually think scrum teams can in, can really get a lot out of this too um, by really setting clear times and boundaries around email. Mm -hmm. It's real easy to just get sucked in and then, oh, I'll do something with that tomorrow and click, click. And then you miss a follow-up. Like something mm -hmm. like that actually gives me true anxiety is, oh no, is there an email I'm supposed to answer? Mm -hmm. Or, oh no, is there a follow-up? And so I've moved, I'm moving more towards like, all right, at 9 a.m. on a non-teaching day from 9 to 9.30 is email time. Clear the inbox, take care of what I need to, either you know file, answer, or delete, just like you're saying. Now, am I trying to get to inbox zero each and every day? No. 
I, I don't think that's that's necessarily mm -hmm. wise, but I think the structure, right? Actually carving out some time to actually deal with email um, and doing that with intention. I mean, that's awesome. I think that's definitely a necessity. Yeah, you know, it's interesting too, because I don't know if you noticed this or not, but I feel like um, we've also gotten into a thing where we'll hook up on Zoom and we'll just kind of go through our emails together where we're just kind of making small talk and like, or like we'll help each other with emails or something like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to say pair email because that's ridiculous. But I think that, you know, we'll, we'll dedicate an hour just to do just to do that. Right. I mean, have you found yourselves that you and I do that? So I, I don't understand why you couldn't hey, let's grab a conference room or hop on a Zoom and I have to spend an hour on emails. We can email and catch up and maybe you can give me some advice on how this email should be structured, stuff like that. Yeah, we do that quite a bit. We will kind of we'll pair up and take care of the office stuff. And uh, I think that's most effective, you know, trying to get to zero and having complex foldering. Uh, strategies for email seems silly to me, especially in the age when email is indexed and searchable. Like if I've ever needed to, oh, this client needed, I can search the client name and I can find it very quickly. And so I've kind of been lazy in this regard, but I just, it's never made sense to me. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I mean, I could come, I, maybe I just need a general archive box just to get it out of the, the inbox. Um, I wonder if you would be surprised to know that I am very anal retentive about that. No, I'd imagine you have like seven or eight, you know, deep layers of folders and which is great, man. I, I love your OCD. It's, it keeps us out of trouble, but I just, in the age of everything indexed, you know, it's unsearchable. I just don't know how I, I'll say this, the boundaries, like, you know, having a time where you can intentionally deal with email, I think is great. But the huge structures, that's what search engines do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, as you can imagine, I'm pretty like, I, I, I'm pretty organized with it. I don't go multiple layers deep because I always get in trouble with that with, with the way I try to order my file systems. Like I always try to I overdo it, but um, just a single layer to file things. But, you know, I think kind of circling back to the whole um, part about this conversation is, you know, maybe when you're working, close your inbox. Yeah. When you're trying to do other things and you're not trying to respond to email or like, I think this is probably one downside of something like Slack or Teams is that it's basically saying, I'm okay to be interrupted whenever. And uh, I haven't found that to be true. I never liked when I was sitting coding with headphones on and people would come up behind me and like tap on my shoulder. I mean, in fact, it would scare me because I was at a high degree of concentration. Um, I... I don't think that um, I don't think that it's that much different by the context switch that happens when you um, automatically look at a Slack notification or an email. Like it, I don't know, um, it, it's kind of the same thing. So maybe dedicate some time. The world's not going to fold down. Someone will call you if 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 uh, something's on fire, right? Um, and, and, and give yourself the time to focus. Yeah, I, I like that point. And that's how I think we tie it back to scrum teams. It's we're amplifying focus with, by being intentional. So shut down the client, set specific times, you know, decide what to do in the moment with an email, archive it, delete it, answer it. Uh, and I think you'll find that um, less anxiety, less stress. Um, I've also found, Todd, that if there's something I really need to follow up on, most email clients have like a, you can turn an email into a task. Mm -hmm. which is also a really cool kind of uh, way to, to defer or at least remind. And so there's some cool functions in there, but 
absolutely zero messages, you know, at all times. Nah, I don't think that's that's useful. No, yeah. that probably makes it end screen time. End screen time. <laughs> we do believe in an end screen each and every show. Be sure to check out the socials, like and subscribe. Forty percent of you are not subscribed. Why is that? Subscribe, hit the bell. Never miss an episode. We got a lot of that. We just did a bunch of episodes with Mr. Daniel Vacanti. The Kanban episodes will be coming out again soon. You don't want to miss those. Check out the videos below. The YouTube algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. Leave your comments. We want to know what do you think? Have we missed uh, something important about Inbox Zero? How do you handle email? How do you coach your teams to handle this huge distraction? Right? We'd love to hear that. all about that in the comments. Leave your questions as well. Your questions turn into videos like magic. All right. Magic. Magic. All right, everybody, we hope you have a, a great day. We hope your scrum practices are going well, that uh, this tip helps with focus, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.